Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The Pittsburgh Steelers lose to the Arizona Cardinals 24-10. This game was really never close. Welcome in to the Believe in Steelers live post-game reaction show. My name is Mark Bergen. Welcome in. Providing some Steelers therapy after a very frustrating day at Acrisure Stadium in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Before we get too far along, today's episode of the Believe in Steelers postgame show is brought to you by betonline.ag. They'll take care of all of your NFL gambling needs this season. If you want to place a bet on any of the action, betonline.ag is the place to do it. Use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Kenny Pickett injured, Elandon Roberts injured, Isaac Sayamalu injured. All three of those players left the game with injuries. You knew it wasn't going to be the Steelers' day when Chris Boswell misses what was like a 45, 46-yard field goal, only his second missed field goal this season. But Pickett leads the game injured, and Mitch Trubisky comes into the game. And I've seen enough of Mitch Trubisky to know at this point, he cannot be your backup moving forward. And honestly, I would consider saying, hey, Mason Rudolph, you're going to be our backup to see what you can do. Because the Steelers pay Mitch Trubisky a premium for the backup quarterback position. I know they restructured his deal. It's a little bit more than $5 million, five, $6 million. He's good to leave you on one scoring drive a half, and that is it. And for as bad as Kenny Pickett has played, you'd still rather have Kenny Pickett than Mitch Trubisky. And the Steelers, what was the pivotal play in is that the play that Pickett was trying to scramble in for the touchdown and he gets injured and hurts his ankle. It appeared he had a walking boot along the sidelines. And we'll see how much time he misses now because you've got a shortened week. Thursday, you're playing the New England Patriots. So you don't have a full week of rest and recovery that you'd normally have. It's probably going to be Trubisky in the Thursday night game. But at some point, I'd honestly give Mason Rudolph a shot because I know what Mitch Trubisky can do at this point. And you're paying a premium and you're not getting premium performance from the backup quarterback position. And the stat padding at the end when the game's well out of reach instead of can a quarterback take chances when he needs to? It was just such a frustrating day. For a Steelers offense, that looked pretty good on the first drive. Pickett connected twice with George Pickens. Najee Harris was running hard. They settle for three, and it's like, okay, build on this throughout the game. And they don't score for the rest of the game until the very end where Deontay Johnson scores on a garbage-time touchdown. And I like Deontay. I like when receivers play with swag and all that. Dude, you're still down two scores. Why are you celebrating in the end zone? And I know that weather played a factor in all of this too. But what might be even more important than Kenny Pickett going down is Landon Roberts going down. Reason being, you're already without Cole Holcomb and Quan Alexander. So if Roberts is out for any time, he's the guy with the green dot on his helmet and responsible for the team's communication. I thought he had a dirty hit against the Cardinals player. They called him for a penalty and gave the Cardinals a first down. Steelers defense holds the Cardinals to three points on that drive. But this was James Conner revenge game, straight up. 105 yards, 25 rushes, two touchdowns for the Steelers' former running back. 
It's a lot of mutual respect and admiration between Connor and the Steelers, but he got the better half of his former team today. And if you're going to have to rely on Michael Walker, Mark Robinson, I think you're going to see Miles Jack on Thursday night. I know the Steelers were signing him to the practice squad. Could they go get Shaq Leonard too? Because your three starting inside linebackers, that revamped group, that trio that was taken over for Devin Bush and Miles Jack a year ago, they're all gone. And I don't know how long Roberts is going to be out for. Holcomb and Quad Alexander are gone for the season. So if you don't have someone who can handle the communications and get the defense right in the front seven right, yikes. Yikes. Now, thankfully, you're going up against a New England team that's not been very good this season, next week, but you can't beat a team in the Arizona Cardinals that are 2-10. and 10. I know Kyler Murray hasn't played the full season, but a 2-10 and 10 Cardinals team, a team that you were at one point a 6.5 point, point favorite over, uh, I think the game settled at 5.5 points before kickoff. It's a game you need to win. If you're a playoff team in the AFC, you got to go take care of business against the teams that you're supposed to beat. That did not happen today at all. And the Steelers' offense regressed. And you can't point to Matt Canada anymore either. It's Mike Sullivan and Eddie Faulkner and, and Pickett. I, I want to say this too. The play where Pickett got hurt, he's trying to make a play, trying to get the ball into the end zone to score a touchdown. They bring Trubisky in and they hand the ball off to Najee Harris out of a shotgun formation. That was the right call to go for it because of the way your defense was playing to that point. You, if you can't convert on fourth and one, fourth and goal from the one yard line of the inches, you don't deserve to win the game. You don't deserve to win. And statistically to say, okay, is the Cardinals defense going to go down the whole field and score? That's exactly what they did. But I don't want people to second guess themselves and say, because that's a decision Mike Tomlin traditionally hasn't made. And he'd said, oh, well, we'll take the points. We'll take the, it was a 19 yard chip shot field goal. No, punch it in, punch it in because you might not get it down in that scenario. I, despite the fact that the Steelers didn't execute and they didn't punch it in, I still think they made the right call to go for it in that scenario. I really do. I genuinely do. So it's just like at some point this offense, and, and this is why you likely need a new offensive coordinator in, in the 2024 season, some outside blood and outside voice to try to get this team right. Because look, and people are saying, should they have a regime change? Should they get rid of Tomlin? Can he have a losing season first? We're all frustrated with the result today, no doubt. Could he have a losing season first or not make the playoffs first? Because the Steelers are still in position to make the playoffs right now, as it stands. And yeah, we're all frustrated after a game where you should probably win. But there were just some bad omens. The missed field goal with Boswell. No, no pigeons today. Like the highlight for the Steelers was that opening drive, the field goal on that, and then the rainbow that showed up after the second weather delay. Those were your highlights for Pittsburgh today. Straight up, let's be honest. Those were the highlights for the Pittsburgh Steelers today, this afternoon watching. Because I don't know how long Kenny Pickett's going to be out for. I don't know how long Landon Roberts is going to be out for. Isaiah Sayamalu, how long he's going to miss. And I'm going to say this too. This is a question I honestly have. This is a question I honestly have. Kenny Pickett, has 24 career starts, 
Five times now, he hasn't been able to finish a game because of injury. Injury prone, needs to better protect himself, something. This is why having a backup quarterback is really important. We're into December. You look across the division. Joe Burrow's done for the year. Sean Watson's done for the year. But Kenny Pickett in 24 starts hasn't finished the game in five of those. You have to know when to take your opportunities, when to take your chances. But it looks like he's probably going to miss the New England game. You're going to have to go in, likely with Mitch Trubisky, as your starting quarterback next week on a shortened week. Unless you say, we're going to turn it over to Mason Rudolph. I don't think the Steelers would do that. If Trubisky doesn't play well in relief of Pickett next week against the Patriots, how much more do you want to see with Mitch Trubisky and paying him a premium? As a backup who should come in with more than 50-plus career starts, a winning record, and he gets you one touchdown and a half? Come on. And a garbage-time touchdown and a half? The Steelers, what they need to do, and I've said this on previous podcasts, whoever the new OC is next year, try to get Kenny Pickett right and prove why he was worth the 20th overall pick. Remember, Kenny Pickett has only one multi-touchdown passing game. So that's priority number one with the new OC. Number two, you say bye-bye to Mitch Trubisky. You go draft and develop a quarterback behind Pickett. And I'm not saying first or second round, middle to late round quarterback. Draft and develop. Eagles did it with Jalen Hurts. 49ers did it with Brock Purdy. Cowboys did it back in the day with Dak Prescott. If Kenny Pickett doesn't have thick skin enough to win a quarterback battle, and he's not thick-skinned enough to handle that on a rookie deal to prove that he is the guy and he is the face of the franchise, he wasn't meant to be that guy anyways. And we see this all the time when the 49ers move off Trey Lance, who they spent the third overall pick on, in favor of the guy who they drafted last in the NFL draft. He was the last pick, Mr. Irrelevant. Take notes, Pittsburgh. Take notes in terms of what you need to do beyond the season. And that's not to say that this season is lost, but let's be brutally honest here. Let's be honest. Do you really think the Steelers offense, if they get into the playoffs, can do anything and can beat a team, an AFC team in the playoffs? With the lack of production that we've seen game after game after game after game. And I thought last week was a step in the right direction. Today, Nope. And maybe what happens if Kenny Pickett gets in, if he doesn't get injured, if Najee Harris scores, if they score on a previous play down on the red zone, the red zone efficiency needs to improve. It just needs to. But for now, you're probably going to be without Kenny Pickett. We'll see about the extent and the severity of the injuries to both uh, Pickett and Landon Roberts. Roberts is really important considering the other injuries to the other linebackers. Because that is now a position that's depleted. What I would do if I was Pittsburgh, if there's not an inside linebacker off the street, or if it's Miles Jack or the practice squad, or someone that you can pick up, you actually do have depth at the edge rushing position. TJ, Alex Highsmith, Marcus Golden, Nick Herbig. Move those guys around, get creative. And, and this is where, uh, when Keanu Neal eventually comes back, you're Terrell Austin, you're Mike Tomlin. Go make your bones, because off the edge, the Steelers have studs. Maybe move those guys around, hybrid packages. This is where you got to make your bones. And the season can't be lost defensively 
because you've had three injuries at the inside linebacker position because you actually do have some depth at edge rusher like Nick Herbig and Marcus Golden can't get on the field because of Watt and Highsmith. Good problem to have, right? Move those guys around and put multiple of them on the field at the same time. It's almost like on offense what the Steelers do with Najee Harris and Jalen Warren when they're on the field at the same time. Good things happen. Good things happen. Let's get to some comments. I want to say hi to people checking in. Um, One other thing, too, before I do. The snap center exchange between Trubisky and Mason Cole when they resumed play after the first break. Fall on the ball. Don't turn the ball over. It flips the field. Get the center quarterback exchange right. Both Cole and Trubisky are at fault on that play. Inexcusable. Absolutely inexcusable. Period. Period. Uh, Let's get to some people who are checking in. Kevin saying it was the refs. Uh, I, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I do not know if I agree with that at all. <sighs> Pull up some comments on what was just a very, very frustrating afternoon. Uh, Temple checking in saying, Kenny's injuries are a trend, durability concerning. They say the best ability is availability. 24 career starts, five times he hasn't finished a game because of injuries. I'm just stating facts here. So if you want to call that injury prone, whatever you want to call that, when he scrambled and escaped and trying to make a play, and I get it, he's trying his best out there. Sometimes you have to know when to fold him, know when to hold him, know when to take that chance. And trying to get into the end zone, it's not for a lack of effort, but now he's missed the second half of this game. Steelers lose. What happens next week against the Patriots? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, a lot of people checking in, uh, talking about Mason Cole. Yeah, I, I would evaluate the center position. In the offseason, I would. Um, the snaps, yeah, a lot of people just pointing out the snaps are just unacceptable. But uh, another key in this game, too. Steelers do win time of possession. I'm always big on that. But third down efficiency for the Cardinals, 10 of 17. Defense couldn't get off the field today. They could not get off the field today. So 10 of 17, and I think they had converted like 10 of 12 third downs. The CBS uh, broadcast had the graphic on the screen. Uh, They did a good job of moving the chains. They did a good job of moving the chains. A lot of people saying that they want uh, a a new center for the Steelers. That's something where I would, I would evaluate. I would evaluate. Um, Ron checking in saying, Kenny played well last week and was playing fine today until he got hurt. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, maybe you say they score a touchdown if he doesn't get hurt. Uh, the, the, again, to go for it on fourth down with Najee Harris, that was the right decision to make, you know, step into the modern age. And I know momentum of the game doesn't always account for analytics. You can't convert from fourth and one fourth and inches to score a touchdown. Again, you don't deserve to win. Um, Stephanie checking in saying mediocre is mediocre. Kenny, Mitch Mason, who cares? Yeah, that's, that's the feeling today. Um, I would start Trubisky on a shortened week. I'd have Mason ready to go. I'd have Mason ready to go. And if he's, if, if Mitch slips up or plays very poorly in the first half against the Patriots, Hey, Mason Rudolph, here's your opportunity to get back in the graces of playing in an NFL game. Here's your opportunity. That's what I would do if I was Pittsburgh. Um, Ron checking in as well. Also saying Blake Martinez will be playing. Yeah. I've, I've read Blake Martinez, miles, Jack, potentially, uh, coming back for the Steelers. 
I've heard uh, Shaq Leonard, I don't think, has signed anywhere yet. So keep an eye on that in terms of what the Steelers do to address the inside linebacking position if Elandon Roberts misses a substantial period. Again, your green dot player, meaning he's handling the defensive communications. And a player, it's just a position you can't afford an injury given the season-ending injuries to Quan Alexander and Cole Holcomb earlier this year. And it's just, you're ravaged by injury at this point. And it reached a certain point today, I'm like, can the Steelers just end this game? Because they're not going to win. And it's like, we can't afford any other players to get injured today. Uh, we can't afford that. Anthony checking in saying, a bad loss. Hopefully we can bounce back next week. Short and weak. And that and that and that's a good thing, right? So you want to get back out there. And against the Patriots team, that's been really bad this year. That's been really, really bad this year. Um, Terry checking in saying, Kenny was playing okay if he stayed in the game. I think we win. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I I just, I worry about, okay, on a shortened week, is he going to play? But then I saw he was on a boot on the sideline uh, during the game. Saw pictures from media members where he's in a walking boot. So... You hope for the best. I'm sure we'll know more, probably not today, but by Tuesday, I'd imagine when Mike Tomlin meets with media members for his Tomlin Tuesday availability, that we'll know more about the extent of Kenny Pickett's injury. And I actually think that they move those up on a shortened week. So we might not, we, we might know more about the extent of Pickett's injury even by tomorrow and maybe even later tonight. I'm recording this live in the immediate aftermath of the game. So we'll see. Uh, Mel checking in saying the only Steeler that showed up to play today was James Connor, 105 yards, 25 carries, two touchdowns against his former team, cancer survivor, Pitt Panthers alum too. Was good to see him back in at Acrisure stadium, but it's got to feel pretty good for him to go and do this and have this kind of performance against his former team. And James Connor's biggest issue has always been his ability to stay healthy. Hasn't been for lack of ability, but can you stay on the field? And certainly he did that for the Cardinals today. And remember, in the 2021 season, he had 15 touchdowns. He was a pro bowler, Ken, for the Cardinals. So it, when he gets going, he, he's not going to say an elite running back, but he's top 10 when he's healthy. I wouldn't probably say top five, but a top 10 running back in the league when he's healthy. James Conner is a good player. He's a good football player. Um, yeah, a lot of people just frustrated after the loss today. If you have any other questions, comments that I didn't get to here on the Believe in Steelers live post game, please leave those in the comments. I'll do my best to answer them. I want to thank everyone who's taking the time to check in to watch this. If you're watching this after the fact that it's live, we go live after every single game. Again, my name is Mark Bergen and I host the Believe in Steelers show each week with Ike Taylor. So I'm excited to talk with Ike about this game on Monday. Talk about the rest of the NFL action as well. And I'm excited to talk to Ike too on a bright note. If you need one silver lining today, his son committed and is going to go to the University of Notre Dame in the 2025 class. So I'm excited to talk to Ike about that. At least some good news because there wasn't a lot from this Steelers game today in a game that got disrupted by two different weather delays. And outside of that first drive, it just wasn't Pittsburgh's day. It just was not the Steelers' day. Uh, again, my name's Mark Bergen. I hope all of you enjoy the rest of your Sundays and the rest of your weekends. This is the Believe in Steelers show. I'll see you tomorrow. Until then, take care and so long, everybody.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.